0: To the Cocktail Enthusiast podcast. This week, Kevin and Nico discuss oak tumblers and floating cocktail glasses, and we introduce Tasting with the Intern, the brand new, never been heard before award winning segment. That doesn't make sense. So sit back and have a cocktail. And now, your host, Nico Martini.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Cocktail Enthusiast Podcast. My name is Nico Martini, here with Mr. Kevin Gray. What's going on, Nico? Hey man, where you been?
2: been uh i don't know where have you
1: been i don't know doing stuff stuffing things it happens
2: little uh cocktail enthusiast podcast sabbatical i guess uh we deserved
1: it was it san antonio cocktail conference i guess it really took a lot out of us <laughs> or still recovering a it, little bit yeah you know so but hey hey we're back and um hopefully we will be with you all at the regular starting well starting now as your ears are burning because you we we you've been we've been thinking about you Have you been thinking about us? Because we've been thinking about you. It's a mutual affection. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Why not? So, um, okay. Well, um, what is up on the docket
2: today? Let's do... uh, Got a couple fun new products out I think we can talk about. Got some new whiskey in hand. Okay. Um, Might want to do a little tasting and dip into the old mailbag. Let's do a tasting. The tasting... The tasting's my favorite part, actually. It's you always like his favorite part. That's sometimes, the part. sometimes he tastes even when he's not supposed to taste. Right, but uh, it's a cocktail podcast, so I guess technically he should always be tasting, or he's not working. <laughs> well, this is true. This is very true. Um, okay, so
1: uh, do we want to kick it off with some quick hits?
2: Yeah, let's. Okay, so there's a company called Oak Bottle. They make uh, bottles out of oak that you can put wine or whiskey or whatever you want into, and it'll age it basically. So it's like a little mini barrel. And now That
1: sounds so double fake, but go ahead.
2: And now, <laughs> not only can you age your stuff in a barrel, but they've got a little tumbler, basically a little rocks glass made out of American <laughs> white oak Are that you can serious? pour booze into and drink out of. So So
1: it ages your whiskey while you're drinking your whiskey.
2: Well, so what I don't quite understand is, let's say you buy, I don't know, Eagle Rare 10. Yes. You got a company that spent 10 years meticulously aging a whiskey. So then I'm going to pour it into a little oak glass to (laughs) further age it wait so okay so what is eagle
1: rare Rare wrong eagle rare well what if they were 45 minutes wrong what if it should have been 10 years and 45 minutes
2: in which case these guys are geniuses
1: oh wow have you have you seen these things
2: yeah they look kind of cool it's like a nice little wood glass with a steel bottom um
1: now wait can can this turn can this turn vodka into whiskey
2: well, it, you know what? <laughs> yes, but it says it recommends actually pouring your drink and letting it sit there for about a half hour. So, how often do you pour you yourself a glass of whiskey and think, "Oh, I'll, I'll come back in thirty minutes"? <laughs> oh my god, that's that is that is absolutely ridiculous. I don't think I've ever done that. No. Um, but what also it's like honestly, people age whiskey to a particular age or to a t- particular blend. Um, I don't know if they really want you further messing with said whiskey.
1: No, it seems like um, I don't know. It, it's it's I, I get it. I understand. There's a lot of there's a lot of experimentation now, just sort of in general. Yeah, barrel aged um,
2: cocktails and whatnot. Yeah,
1: sure. Why not? And you know, you've got like those those stave things. Yep. That you can that you can throw in a whiskey and age it more or whatever. But it just seems like it seems like a, you're insulting the distiller.
2: Yeah. And what I think, so I would almost rather drink like, I don't know, a Boulevardier or Negroni or something that's kind of rich. Right. But then you can't wait a half hour to drink your cocktail. Right. So that doesn't work. Right. So then you think about drinking like a spirit neat, right? You pour in some whiskey, rum, gin, Uh, but it's just not going to taste like they intended it to taste. So I'm all for experimentation. I just have a hard time believing now, this is actually going to improve anything.
1: Now, now you what one thing that you have to realize is this does come from the makers of the levitating cocktail cup. Oh shit, I didn't realize that. I mean, yeah, who who else? I mean, what how cooler could it be to add magnets to the bottom of your glass and have it arbitrarily levitate on a thing you have to plug in and only be and only be paying a hundred and ninety dollars for the privilege of that.
2: You know, I right, take back everything I said. <laughs> Let's talk exclusively about the levitating cup for the rest of the podcast. Oh
1: my god, <laughs> this is amazing! Have you looked through all of this stuff? I didn't I'm, know that existed. I'm sorry. Maybe that maybe the oak bottle needs to send us some some stuff so that we could actually see this th- see this in action. Because you know, just arbitrarily s- snooping around their website uh, makes it seem a little silly
2: the levitating cup.
1: Mhm. I feel like I would just knock that thing over as I go to reach Why for it. Why would you
2: even Okay,
1: and they have a they have an aged cocktail book. Okay. Thankfully, I wonder if uh, part of their aged cocktail book actually works with this tumbler. I hope
2: so. I just so back to this levitating cup. It's basically a coaster that you plug into the wall. Yeah, with a magnet on the bottom. So you better always be near an outlet. So it's
1: do you take like do you take that with you whenever you go to a cocktail bar? Oh no 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 no! Please pour it into here. I have my own.
2: Walking around with your own portable power source at a party (laughs) Just 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 to do this bit. Holy
1: crap! Oh, theoakbottle.com. Oakbottle.com if you want to uh, check this out. And you do. And um, we should we should like have some sort of an affiliate link or something on our website. <laughs> 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 hey Oakbottle, hook it up. <laughs> we're we're selling dozens of your levitating cups for you. Um, okay, actually Kev, Mr. Mr. Gray, I have a surprise quick hit for you. Let's hear it. Okay, so there was uh, there was recently a uh, bartender influence study. Sure. And I am going to I'm going to quiz you on what you think won in the following categories. We will do okay. North American whiskey, we will do tequila, we will do um, vodka and overall spirit. So let's start with the North American whiskey. What do you think won? This is 1, fifteen hundred fifteen thousand bartenders were asked.
2: What their favorite is. Wait, is this like a multiple choice? Uh, I don't think so. So I just have to guess what whiskey won out of every whiskey in the world. Yeah. Oh.
1: North American whiskey. Out of these 15,000 bartenders were interviewed. Uh, They were conducted between June and August.
2: I am going to guess something super mainstream.
1: The results... The results see major spirits brands ranked in terms among the frequency in which they are recommended to their consumers. Oh. This is how. Long, this is what are they recommending to their consumers? So oh. let's go with North American whiskey.
2: I think it's going to be something super mainstream. I'll say Maker's Mark. It is Jack Daniels. You know what? <laughs> Damn it! I almost said Jack, but I was like, surely, surely, <laughs> surely it's surely not. It's not Jack Damn Daniels. It. Okay, next time I'm going gut instinct. All What's right. next? All right, uh, vodka. Ooh, I feel like that might be more premium. Grey Goose? Grey Goose. Yes! Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> All right, uh, tequila? Okay, I feel like this is going to be bad. I, I want to say Cuervo, but maybe... Uh, eh, gut instinct. I'm going Cuervo. Cuervo? <laughs> nope, it's Patron. Okay. Oh, okay, that, that actually... <laughs> and in hindsight, I should say. now,
1: drum roll, please. Overall spirit. The thing they recommend the most
2: to their... Is, is the answer something that has already been said here today? No. huh There goes my Jack Daniels. <laughs> Overall spirit. Number
1: one spirit. Number one spirit recommended by these 15,000 bartenders. A brand,
2: work. not like a. No, it's a it's brand. It's a brand. It's a brand. Okay. Yeah. No, it's not gin. I was going to say gin. <laughs> 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 I wasn't. Um, oh, this is hard. Maker's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to make. They
1: they recommend it overall. They don't recommend it for whiskey. <laughs> no, it is Fireball.
2: Oh come on! Hey,
1: I didn't I didn't take the study. I didn't write the study. I'm just reporting on the study. I didn't
2: stand a chance for that one. Not even
1: remotely. Fireball also won best shot or shooter, which mm, you might have, I might gotten, have gotten if gotten I'd asked one. you if I'd okay. asked you that. So uh, the other winners for rum was Bacardi. For um, Flavored Spirits, it was Absolute Flavors. <laughs> so, I'm... That's All of That's generic. Gin uh, was Tanqueray. Uh Cordial was uh, Grand Marinier. Coffee Cordial was... Uh,
2: Patron XO? <laughs> Bayley, Kahlua? Bailey's.
1: Bailey's. Bayley. Oh, okay. And uh, Blended Scotch was Johnny Walker. So, um... No matter what you cocktail snobs are doing, it still isn't making an impact. <laughs> <laughs> That's the moral of the story. But keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> but keep, for the love of God, fight the good fight.
2: Uh, that was a hell of a surprise. I know. You're welcome. Thanks. I, uh, you nice know, one. I was like, I'm, I'm going to keep this to myself. This is going to be funny. I feel like, you know, should we just move on? Yeah, let's we move on. Just, let's just move on. <laughs> Mostly because I want to talk more about Jack Daniels. Okay, perfect. Specifically because... I'm just mad I got that one wrong, but also (laughs) because uh, you may have heard that Jack Daniel's has recently, I think, circa late February or so, come out with Jack Daniel's single barrel rye whiskey. Yes. So it is their first fully matured rye whiskey. They actually put out what I think is actually pretty cool marketing idea. Well, they put out an unaged rye, uh, I guess, four years ago, and then they put out rested rye two years ago. So now this is, I guess, about four years old. But so it's the first it's it's like the end of the product life cycle. So yeah. we got to see it as it matured and now mm-hmm. this is a permanent line extension. So now Jack Daniel's has a rye whiskey.
1: Yeah, the the last time that I was at the Jack Daniel's distillery was a couple of years ago and the rest rested rye had just come out and it was really it was really kind of cool to see there. They were it was they were genuinely excited. Everybody was very kind of like, "Yeah, you know, we had the unaged rye and that was cool, but like, you know, this is it's it's getting closer mm-hmm. and yes, seeing seeing the single barrel come out and it's good. Yeah, you I know, like it. it is
2: pretty good. And I actually kind of liked the rested one, too. Yeah, I did, too. I did, too. It was, oh, I mean, it was it, interesting. It, it
1: definitely tasted less mature than this does. But, yeah, it's it's it was great. It was yeah. Solid.
2: Um. So we actually wrote about it on the blog. So go to cocktailenthusiast.com. You can check out our full thoughts. But I thought we'd give it a minute here on the, the podcast as well, since we just poured ourselves a little glass. Indeed, sir. So, um, yeah, so this is roughly – they don't put an age statement on the bottle, but – we're looking at roughly a four-year-old rye. It's 94 proof, so a lot of good uh, spice and flavor on this thing. Let's go ahead and uh, let's, let's give it a quick, quick little taste. Let's do. Let's do. I like this. Here we go. Don't forget to sniff it, Nico. God, e- every time. It. Every oh. time. He just takes a big gulp.
1: <laughs> it was so. You caught me this time. You actually caught me. Just got to huff that whiskey. <laughs> right. Right.
2: <laughs> Pretend it's paint.
1: <laughs> well, in 92 proof, it kind of feels like paint. Um, 94, sorry, 94 right. proof.
2: So, um, yeah, throw a little more, a few more numbers at you. This is made with 70% rye grains. So, unlike you know, bullet rye, which is 95%, whistle pig is 100 mm-hmm. This is made with 70% rye, which is still a pretty high rye makeup. Um, the rest is 18% corn and 12% malted barley. Mm. If you're curious, it's really good. Yeah, I think, like, you know, taking a whiff, there's some, like, fruit, some vanilla, some spice, definitely cinnamon.
1: Man. You no, know, it tastes a little oakier than I would imagine a four-year would actually taste. I mean, it's...
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you that you get a little bit more of that wood flavor than you might anticipate from a relatively young whiskey. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's... I don't know. That's really that's that's really. Is there is there like is there some sort of a super char on this thing, or do you know?
2: Um, I actually don't know. I think huh. they're using their kind of regular barrels. Is it barrels. just kind of the they regular? don't mention it? Yeah, I I think so. I uh. think, but you know, it's an it's a ninety four proof whiskey and um four years. Like that's not no. certainly not uncommon. Rime, so you rye
1: is going to react differently than corn.
2: So you can and you can certainly get plenty of flavor and color. Out of four years, but yeah, I think this is good. I think the rye grains play a pretty prominent role. You get some of that like fruitiness from the rye. Um, it's warm. There's there's spice. There's vanilla. There's caramel. I think it's pretty good stuff. Yeah,
1: that's that's really cool. Yeah. Man, that's, it's. I know we talk about. I feel like we talk about rye all of the time. But it just the the evolution of rye in in the U.S. is really really interesting to me. And just the fact that it almost it was so American, and it was what we made damn near all of our whiskey out of forever, mm-hmm. and then it got, and then it, because of all of the corn subsidies, it kind of disappeared, and people started making corn, and corn kind of became the thing, and it almost disappeared off of,
2: yeah, so the, bourbon, of the earth. Yeah, so bourbon replaced
1: rye. Yeah, bourbon replaces rye, and then all of a sudden all these cocktail guys that we were talking about earlier, they're like, you know, picking up these old books, saying, hey, I need to make this. Why does everything say rye? Nothing says bourbon. <laughs> I need this rye whiskey, and, you know, what was it, like... 15 years ago or so there were i mean it, yeah well, i mean what it, was it used jim to be, beam had a rye jim, and that yeah that's honest to god that's all i remember i remember jim, jim, jim beam rye that,
2: yeah, it was yellow label yeah and, and then um written house has mm-hmm. been around for over you know a while um but that was about it and there was were very small quantities and i saw some stat i'm gonna misquote it but sure. something like in 2015 or from from like 2014 to 2015 rye sales jumped 1200 percent or Ye- just or maybe it was like 2010 to 2015 I don't know but actually rye is actually Kevin crazy. according to
1: the distilled spirits council the us rye consumption has shot up from 15 million in supplier revenues in 2009 to more than 106 million in 2014 that's 5 years
2: yeah that's insane that's unbe- that's not that ain't normal people drinking rye good lord that's why we're actually running out of rye grains yeah so if you got a backyard plant some rye start
1: growing rye start growing marijuana and rye both of these are about to hit. And then big call time. us. And then you make weed rye, <laughs> or weed rye rye weed.
2: You know, there's a couple new cannabis vodkas on the
1: market. There, there's there's a <laughs> cannabis whiskey that just hit the hit the market. I, I saw I saw really? Fre- yeah. There's Fred two- Minnick
2: was talking about it on Twitter the other day. Well, there you go. There's <laughs> two new marijuana. Well, hemp vodkas right, on the right. market as of like the last couple of months and apparently there's a marijuana
1: whiskey i feel like i feel like the whiskey i need to man we weren't prepared for this this is totally an aside but i feel like the marijuana whiskey it was like flavored marijuana to which i'm thinking why flavored That's, with, with what it was well it was it was it was built to be it was built to taste like marijuana like it didn't necessarily have thc in it hmm I think I could be making this up. No, I
2: probably doesn't. Because even like, so like Humboldt Distillery in California, they're making a hemp vodka. Mm-hmm. And the hemp acts, I mean, a hemp vodka almost takes, it's not gonna tastes get you like, high. like gin, almost, right. because it's like this green botanical. Yeah. So it tastes like flavored vodka, not really gin, but it tastes like, like a kind of herbal flavored vodka, and you're definitely not getting high. Right. Yeah. You'll go get drunk way before you get high.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that was a fun aside. <laughs> <laughs> Weed whiskey. We should learn more. We need to. We need to do more. Um, we need to do more uh, research on on cannabis infused
2: mar- uh cannabis infused whiskey. We'll do some in house research and report back. Yeah. Sure. Why um. Not? All right. Well, yeah. Okay. Jack Daniel's single barrel rye whiskey. It's good stuff. It's very widely available. I'd recommend checking it out. Um, it's, like, a really interesting take on your old number seven. We don't drink a lot of Jack Daniels here, but I very happily will drink this rye. That's awesome. Now what? What do you want to do? Okay, why don't
1: we, why don't we kick off our new segment? Tasting with the Intern? It's time, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Tasting with the Intern. I'm pumped. Man, uh, we recorded this like a couple of weeks ago. I honestly don't even remember how this thing starts. So, I'm sure it's yada yada yada. Tasting with the intern. Here you go.
0: And now it's time for Tasting with the Intern, where Nico and Kevin feed booze to some poor sap in the name of education. Oh man. Good luck, kid.
1: So, Kevin yes we have a new segment that we are going to be doing for the next uh, forever i don't know how long how long is the internship <laughs>
3: <laughs> How long are internships? I don't even know anymore.
1: So uh, the voice you are hearing is Mr. Mark. He is the intern, and we are now introducing Tasting with the Intern, a yeah. soon-to-be
2: award-winning segment in which we put things in opaque glasses in front of Mark and these make are, him smell them and drink them and tell us what they are.
1: These are very cool glasses, by the way. Yeah, they, they, these are like straight-up legit tasting glasses. You can't tell anything other than it's liquid in there.
2: Can't see the color. At all, we're not showing the bottle or the label, of course. This is a true blind tasting. Mark will be uh, tasting, and either Nico or I will join him as the other one administers. Um, So,
1: okay, so you—I feel like you've been doing a lot of—I feel like you've gotten really into tasting recently, and it's
2: this started with the show. What show were you watching? Well, okay, so I first off, just because I'm constantly reviewing spirits on CocktailEnthusiast.com, I'm always tasting, but I'm doing it while looking at. A bottle, right? Right. And I was watching this show on Esquire Network called Uncorked, which follows a bunch of sommeliers studying for the Master Sommelier exam. Which Is, is that like, like that documentary? It's like that documentary called SOM Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But totally. this is a TV show. Um, cool. follow, yeah, following these people studying. And the Master Somme exam is like literally the hardest test in the world. There's like a 4% pass rate or just something wow. obnoxious. It's crazy. Um, but they actually don't blind taste. They're, they can see if it's red or white. But they have to dial it down to region, grape. Uh, you know grape varietal um, new world old world and they even have to say who the producer is and the vintage year wow which sounds incredibly difficult to be like oh this is a 2013 albarino from this region of italy or whatever holy Um, crap so that kind of got me thinking that i need to do more tasting but i wanted to do blind tasting because sometimes you think you're drinking gin and it's really not gin or you think you're drinking um Whiskey and it's really a dark rum, and right. you don't really realize that until you do it. You always think, "Oh, I like whiskey. I'll always be able to identify whiskey." That is not necessarily the case no. because when you take out all visual cues, things become so much more difficult because there's no biases floating around in your head to tell you what you're drinking. Yeah, that's interesting.
1: And when you've got when you're sitting there with a with a blind taste test, it's all on you. You're not looking, yeah. You're not looking at this is what loads, this or... is what the manufacturer says that it tastes like. No, it's like. I smell bananas, and the manufacturer is like, "It smells like dirt." I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with you. There's it, no bananas in but, here, but also, but it
2: could be if you see if you see a brown liquor, you automatically know it's aged. So then that gives you a hint into what sure. flavors you might be looking for. But yeah. drinking out of these completely black glasses, right. we don't know what color this is.
1: No, as soon as it's brown, you're gonna be like, "Oh, I I taste vanilla, right. and I taste oak, and yeah." yeah. And and totally. if it's
2: brown, you're automatically gonna throw out vodka, unaged. Mm-hmm tequila yep. pisco whatever right yep absolutely so anyway that's what, what do you, we're
3: doing here what do you want to get out of this mark i kind of want to have a better palate i feel like i don't know how to taste things i don't always fully uh appreciate or understand what it is i'm tasting so i think taking out the vision and taking out the knowledge of what it is forces you to use your other senses a little better so i want to better better value what you slide into yeah, your mouth yeah, yeah. i just want to know what i'm putting in my mouth yeah Exactly. It's a good. It's a good thing to know. It's not a bad thing. It's, that
1: sounds
2: like a PSA. Well, Kids, pay attention to what you put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's whiskey. Sometimes it's not. I don't know what that meant.
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't read. Don't re- into that. We're just gonna. We're just gonna lay
2: out.
1: know uh, I it. just. I
3: just want to let that. Yeah. No. Let yeah, that simmer. Let, yeah. let that sit.
1: Yeah. No. Everybody, mull that over. Yeah. Think about it. Give it a second. Toss it around.
3: I'm excited for this internship. Swirl it
1: though. and swirl it.
2: <laughs> is this is this the coolest internship you've ever had? Oh, there's think no carefully.
3: Question. There's no
1: question. What's the second coolest internship you've ever had?
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> What even. was that? Actually, you, this is the only internship I've ever had. So <laughs> it's
1: obviously the coolest. Oh, my gosh. What brought you to cocktail enthusiast? if you don't mind? Let's do a little uh, interview with the intern. Get to before know Mark t- the Get to know the intern. Before we ply him with booze. Before we get him drunk and make him talk about what he drank. He is right. of age, by the way. Like yeah, to yeah, yeah. Out. Just to clarify, oh, yeah. we don't take interns uh, uh, under the age of 23. Right, right. That was on the, the online form that I
3: filled out. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of cocktails. I drink I drink fancy drinks a lot, um, not too much, but uh, it's something that's kind of uh, fascinated me over the past few years. And I'm a big fan of cocktailenthusiast.com on the internet. Thank you.
1: So so are awesome. Me. Yeah. Uh, where Where can um, where can our fine listeners follow your internship?
3: Oh, you can follow along uh, <laughs> on Twitter at the Mark Twenty Three and also at Cocktail Enthuse. Well said. And yes. at Doctor Nico Martini, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Just yeah.
2: Yeah. All of them. Yeah, yeah I think Twitter's the
1: best you, place to find you're us. Hitting, you're hitting all of them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. and certainly listen to the podcast because this is where. Absolutely. yeah, This is this is where you're going to get a snoot full of Tasting
3: with the Interns. This is the only podcast out there that is is worth uh, listening like this. to. I agree. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck cereal. The podcast, not like.
1: Oh, like okay. Oh, I was no, to say, I, say, like, 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 I like. No, like, I like. Wait, flakes? No, I love cereal. I love Captain Crunch. no, I mean, it's. Yeah, let's tone it down yeah we need to make sure bold statement yeah okay cool so um we are going to
2: (laughs) we're going to kick this off with mystery liquid number one mark this is mystery liquid number one please dive in there nose it taste it am i able to look at it
3: and see kind of you can't see anything it's a black glass yeah it's a black tasting glass what does it look like it looks like a liquid (laughs) well it's probably liquid okay so on the nose it smells like a bourbon okay um, I kind of... I feel like I can smell a little corn. Okay.
1: And, tasting. And he's now tasting. He's bringing the glass to his mouth. Mmm. That is the best way to taste still. It is. It is. what's highly recommended.
3: Definitely corn. It's definitely corn forward. Whatever it is. I still think it's mm. some sort of a whiskey. Okay. Really smooth. It has no heat at all. Um... Do you have
2: any other a there little any, vanilla? Okay.
3: Yeah. Let's get some flavors in there. And see that's that's the first thing I always go to for whatever reason is I go to the things that it, it, it you know there's there's a feel, there's no heat. That's the that's I think the there's simplest no thing. Yeah. What? I I feel I don't feel any heat.
1: Really? Yeah. Like wait, do you, do you mean like as far al- as alcohol, al- as far as an alcohol, you th- is, so yeah. it's like so it's super it smooth. It feels to you? really smooth. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. That's really interesting. That's actually a very interesting note, considering what it is.
2: Do you uh do you have any anything else to add? How about the finish? Is it dry? Is it sweet? Is it short?
3: Long? It's kind of a it's kind of a delayed finish. It's kind of, so it's a little bit long. I don't know. Now now I'm getting a little bit of a sweetness. I don't, I'm not sure where that's coming from. I'm not sure if that's some sort of dried fruit or something. You said vanilla yeah. before. That's what I got at first, okay. and then taking another sip.
2: Can I, can I
1: sip
3: it? Yeah. Can I try this? Yeah. Oh, jeez. It's good, whatever it is. I still think it's some sort of a whiskey, though. It's really interesting.
2: So, Nico, you know what it is. I do Nico, know what it is. Nico just took a sip. So we, should we talk.
1: I I, com- I completely understand. I completely understand why you think it's corn. Mm-hmm. There is sort of an essence of it. Yeah, it's not corn. But no corn at all. It's it. It's no it's no corn. No corn at all. Wow. But it's whiskey. It's a rye. Whiskey. It's a rye whiskey. Oh, okay.
2: Ninety-five percent five. Ninety-five percent rye, five percent malted barley. Which is interesting no because corn. you're
1: also saying that there's no heat in it. That you didn't taste a lot of yeah. heat. And it's like I mean there's it's ninety it's ninety-five proof. I mean there's yeah. a little something there. Ninety proof, but
2: yeah. 90, it's ninety-five. Forty-five percent alcohol. It got ninety-five points. Oh,
1: I saw. Oh, it got ninety-five points. Okay, we are Tasting drinking. Panel. We are drinking Yellow Rose Straight Rye Whiskey out of somewhere in Texas.
2: Yeah. So this is a very small batch uh, whiskey. It's actually produced in Houston. Um, and yeah, this is a ninety-five percent rye whiskey, and the other five percent is malted barley. So Have, there's actually no corn in this. Um, but it's interesting. So you, right off the bat, you said bourbon, but mm-hmm. you knew it was a whiskey, yeah. which is great. Um, it's interesting, though, because what you identified as corn is actually rye. Hmm. Um, but a lot of what you said is right. I mean, there is a little bit of vanilla. And mm-hmm. at the very end, you mentioned getting some dried fruit notes. That's a very common tasting note on rye whiskeys. Yeah. Rye grains can have a little bit of a fruity, spicy quality to them.
3: And maybe I didn't feel like the, any sort of heat that there could have been because I I like rye, I prefer rye.
2: Yeah, if you're a whiskey drinker, kind of you would it. yeah you'd probably find it way more palatable than someone who's not a whiskey drinker. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Have you have you had have you had
1: any of the other Yellow Rose products? I don't think I have. I've had their bourbon. Hmm. I've uh, wait, they're they're bourbon or they're blended. Bourbon.
2: Okay, they're bourbon. What did you think of the bourbon? It is kind of average, but not, yeah. but very very decent, but kind of average. See, I think I think I've only I think I
1: <laughs> I think I've only had the blended whiskey, and I thought it was terrible, and it was just. But this is I could drink the hell out of this. I think this is really tasty for a rye.
2: Yeah, I, I like don't. it. Well, I would say that was a. Uh, That was really well done, Mark. Yeah, nice. Yeah, for your first foray into... I will say we started you off a little easy.
3: Yeah, I I figured that was... I know uh, you like whiskey. We gave you some whiskey. Throw me a softball at first. It's good. Yeah, you know.
2: Uh, But no, you did a great job. Well done. Thanks.
3: I appreciate that. Awesome.
2: I wish you had said, this is clearly a vodka. (laughs) 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 This is apple brandy. I know it. (laughs) But I think grains are actually kind of difficult to distinguish. Sure. Um, Corn and rye do have two different flavors but because they're so often blended together in rye whiskeys and bourbon whiskeys i think it's very easy to kind of get them confused
1: yeah cool man awesome um thank you for thank you for participating in this segment we will um we will do more and more of these throughout i don't know the summer as mark's internship continues
3: so excited it's about this a, it's so oh my god this is so funny just, just
1: <laughs> tasting with
3: the intern the best internship ever oh
2: gosh i'd like to point out that he is over the age of 21
1: right i would also like to point out that um he is not getting college credit but he is willing to do this segment with us and for the sake of us
3: giving him a whole bunch of booze so thank you mark okay <laughs> hey, anything i can do to help the cause <laughs>
0: tune in next week for a new round of tasting with the intern if he sticks around that long.
1: Wow. Okay, tasting with the intern. So, we have uh what how many how many of those are we going to do? Like 5 of them, 4 of them, yeah, something. I don't know. We're going to keep it, them coming. It depends. It depends on how long the intern can put up with our shenanigans. <laughs> so, um I give him a month. Yes. Well, thank you thank you Mark for, you know, doing what you do and dealing Uh, with us right um yes chase that money playboy okay um let's why don't we close this out with the mailbag because there's a very there's a very interesting question that we got the other day
2: yeah so um actually right after we wrote about this new um jack daniels rye we got a question um from it was on twitter actually and somebody said why is jack daniels not bourbon is it because it's made in tennessee and no, that's not why. Bourbon does not have to be made in Kentucky. I would have gotten that wrong.
1: That's That would have been my answer. And then I would have stopped talking. I would have been like, oh, because it's from Tennessee. <laughs> well. Yeah. But, yeah. but so, yes, yeah, I know. Bourbon doesn't have right. to necessarily be from Kentucky.
2: So, well, okay. It's it's a little confusing, but bourbon definitely does not have to be made from Kentucky. You can right. make it in California, California, Colorado, Texas, wherever. Anywhere. Anywhere it's, in, it's in more the U.S. About, it's more about the grain makeup and the distillation process and the proof. I want some you, Hawaiian How you whiskey. age it. want some Hawaiian bourbon. We'll find you some. Um, But, (laughs) so Jack Daniels is not bourbon because it is charcoal filtered before Ah. going into the barrel. Some bourbon is filtered, but it's after it comes out of the barrel and goes into the bottle. Right. So because Jack Daniels is filtered through charcoal before it goes into a barrel. That is not. It is then excluded from the category of bourbon. Right. Otherwise, grain makeup... Aging process very 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 similar, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there, there there's your there, there's your simple answer. I hope that's helpful. That
1: is interesting. That's really interesting. I guess that's why I, you know half the time when I walk into a bar and I order a, a bourbon and ginger, they're pouring Jack Daniels. Yeah, but you know, don't know. Hey, whatever. It's it's all good. They're the same people that are recommending Fireball, so we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the Cocktail Enthusiast podcast. I am Nico. I'm still Kevin. And uh, still, as always. Cheers.
0: Thank you for joining the Cocktail Enthusiast podcast. Be sure to visit cocktailenthusiast.com for more stories, recipes, and conversations about this spirited industry. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.